0: Welcome to The Daily Ding. I am your host, Dave DeFour. Happy Tuesday. Joining me on the show today, the only Diamond Dave we recognize on The Daily Ding, Diamond Dave Schilling. What's up, Dave? Hey, man. It's nice to be the only something because, you know,
1: when you came around, I was no longer the only Dave. But now I'm the only Diamond Dave. (laughs)
0: Thanks. How did it feel to immediately become Dave 2?
1: Uh, well, I'm David Wayne Schilling II.
0: Whoa, 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 my father
1: whoa, whoa. was David number one anyway, so I've now I'm Dave 3 I'm David Wayne DuFour. That's creepy, dude. That is creepy. Uh, Are you not trying creepy? to steal my identity?
0: <laughs> not creepy is Rob Lopez produces the show today. Coming up on the show, Carmelo Anthony has a new home. D'Angelo Russell continues to have ice in his veins, and the Grizzlies stink. I mean, like. They are terrible. But first, the Utah Jazz win streak is over. In Utah, the Blazers defeat the Jazz 109 to 104. Uh, the, the Utah Jazz losing their six game win streak. Damian Lillard with 26, 8, and 8. Yusuf Nurkic with 22, 8, 7. Didn't he have like six blocks? Just ridiculous. He's on a run right now. Donovan Mitchell with 36, 7, and 5. Uh, almost brought him back in this game, Dave. Uh, the Blazers are a team that I never quite believe in, but somehow they continue to win games. Well,
1: you and I are on the same page. I don't believe in them either, but at the same time, uh, this is the regular season the Blazers often play very well in the regular season and have a hard time in a seven game series with a superior basketball team. I think you're going to see that happen, uh, this year again, but uh, you know, I'm happy to, to see Portland fans, some of the most rabid and, and inconsolable and insane basketball fans in the world. Given some hope.
0: Yeah. I was just up in Portland last week, uh, after I left the LA live show. And, um, yeah, they are an extremely pessimistic bunch. And, you know, it's crazy to think what this team would be without Damian Lillard. And again, he just continues to, to deliver. How come Dame doesn't ever get MVP buzz? Because this is maybe the,
1: the deepest the NBA's ever been in terms of superstar wattage and, and and just amazing talent. Look at the people that are getting MVP buzz. Can you take James Harden off of that list? Can you take Giannis off of that list? Can you take anybody else who's who's getting any consideration off that list? No, it's because there are so many guys who deserve some sort of look for that award. And, and Dame plays in Portland, which is one of the smallest markets in the NBA. Whether they want to admit it or not, Portland is not a destination for most people unless you really love flannel beards and, and strong coffee. Um, but that's just, you know, that's about it.
0: Are you, are you you sub potting me right now with the, Flannel beards and strong coffee. I'm specifically making fun of you. <laughs> That's what I thought. on the, On the other side, the, the losers tonight, the Utah Jazz. They're not 26 and 22 on the season. Uh, if the playoffs started today, they would be the eighth seed. They had the hardest schedule in the league the first half of the season, and they have the easiest schedule the rest of the way. Um, we just saw. You know, they just ran off six straight. They lost tonight. They're eight and two in their last ten. Seems like they're going to go on another run here. Like they they could finish the season similar to how they did last year, where they had that incredible you know January through through April and, and just kind of shocked the world by actually making the playoffs when they were like the twelve seed at that point. I do um, think it's h-
1: hilarious that we're always writing off the Utah Jazz and then they surprise us. Donovan Mitchell getting written off maybe a month ago. He's still an elite basketball player, whether or not you know, we want to admit it. Hey,
0: the thing about Donovan Mitchell is, I, I will, I will say that they're one guy short. They're one guy who can shoot next to Donovan Mitchell, short, like a, a secondary playmaker. Uh, Rubio, you know, just isn't that guy. Uh, Exum hasn't been able to hit shots. You know, it's, it's. Um, they do have a ceiling, and I'm not sure if it's a. Uh, if it's a first round exit ceiling, I think they can win a a playoff series, but I don't see them getting out of the second round.
1: They've been one guy short for the last five years. And this is one of the curses of the small market franchise, the, the, the sort of, uh, lowered expectations, middle of the road, basketball team, Utah's your Portland's Washington to some extent is, is on that list though. Uh, you know, they've been pretty bad lately. Uh, there's, a, there, there's just those teams. Detroit is also on that list of just kind of like we're just going through the motions of, of maybe having a 45-win season. Uh, Utah is not a destination, just like Portland's not a destination for free agents. So they're never going to get that second guy. They're going to be able to draft well, keep that guy, your Gordon Haywards of the world or your Donovan Mitchell's of the world for a while. And then when their rookie contract is up, they're gone.
0: I will say they are a team that likes to make moves at the deadline and the deadline's coming up 16, 15 days away. Uh, so watch out for that.
1: You know, I, I know one guy who's available, who's a, who's a, about to be a free agent once the league office opens again, he'd look real <laughs> nice in a Utah jazz uniform. Just think about it.
0: Hey guys, join us tomorrow for the back-to-back Wednesday challenge on FanDuel. Go to fanduel.com B2B. That's the letter B, the number two, the letter B sign up, deposit five bucks and get a $5 bonus in your bank from FanDuel. You can play with other back-to-back listeners every Wednesday in the back-to-back Wednesday challenge. Shout out to last week's winner, Ilya, who joined us on the mailbag last Friday. And uh, if you take home the victory this week, you can join us on a future mailbag. Again, that's FanDuel.com slash B2B. Sign up, deposit five bucks, get a $5 bonus, and maybe you can win this week. In news, as alluded to on this podcast by Diamond Dave Schilling, Carmelo Anthony. Traded to the Chicago Bulls uh, with a fistful of cash uh, reported by Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN. The The trade, though, uh, could not be made official because the league office was closed for the holiday, despite uh, a lot of the league employees actually having to work. And And the Rockets had to cut uh, James Nunnally to clear a roster spot for Kenneth Fareed, which actually really – Angered Mike D'Antoni, he, he said it's not right. That's a direct quote. I mean, strong words there from Mike D'Antoni to the league. Dave, uh, Carmelo is immediately going to be released and put on waivers. Uh, I have to think there's going to be like 10 teams going after Carmelo.
1: First, I just want to say I'm proud of Mike D'Antoni for standing up against injustice on this special holiday. Uh, second of all, I want to say uh, there's going to be a lot of teams that are thirsty for a player like Carmelo Anthony. Why, I don't know, but there's just always a market for a former All Star, a veteran, someone they're probably going to be able to get for very little money. Uh, you know, it's going to be a, a cheap deal. I can't imagine somebody's going to spend a lot of money on a one year rental of Carmelo Anthony. Um, who the, Who he ends up with is anybody's guess. I just hope it's not the Lakers.
0: Well, the Lakers are kind of the sexy pick because of his friendship with LeBron. Uh, But the Lakers don't want to uh, get rid of a guaranteed contract. So they actually probably won't be signing him. Um, I've floated the idea that maybe New York will bring him back in to kind of be a veteran mentor to the young group that they've got there. Um, I actually think he could help Portland or Utah. Um, They could use a guy who could come in and, you know. Take shots, at least off the bench. Uh, <laughs> this whether- is the
1: k- operative term: is taking shots. Right. I am not confident that Carmelo Anthony, in his current state, is capable of making shots, and we've seen that in his last two uh, destinations on this uh, getting them checks world tour. Uh, Oklahoma city and Houston. He's disappointed in in both of those situations to the point where two years ago, he was not playing meaningful minutes in the playoffs when they got eliminated by Utah.
0: Tim Uh, Kawakami of the athletic threw this out on Twitter. And I want to ask you uh, who's had a better career when it's all said and done Carmelo Anthony or Andre Iguodala.
1: Well, it, it really depends on how you define a good career. If you define a good career on winning championships, then Andre wins every time. If you define a good career uh, based on being famous and earning a lot of money, and you know a certain a certain superstar reputation and statistics and those kinds of things, then yeah, Carmelo wins. But it, it, it depends on how you look at sports and, and, and what you think matters most in sports and the traditionalists in us will say team is more important than individual accomplishment uh i tend to think that a little bit of both is the most important thing is balancing the two you know being a great individual star but also contributing to winning teams and and, and unfortunately Carmelo Anthony has not had a lot of success leading basketball teams he just hasn't Unless it's the USA basketball team, but I don't even want to have that conversation because I'm tired of the Olympic mellow meme. I've had enough of it.
0: Greatest Olympian in American basketball history.
1: Uh, I think Christian Laettner has has an argument there.
0: That's true. Christian Laettner basically uh, had in the 92 Olympics, he had the Carmelo Anthony for the Houston Rockets role. If yeah if we,
1: if we just could have had Christian Olympic Christian Leitner in the NBA it would have been a, whole, a totally different
0: career for him Hey, back-to-back listeners. Perhaps you missed the live show in Los Angeles this month, and perhaps you've missed the one in New York a couple months before, and you're really wanting to go, and you live on the East Coast, or you live on the West Coast, and you've got some travel points and some sky miles. Well, go to Boston Saturday, March 2nd, at the end of the Sloan Analytics Conference. The Middle East in Boston is where we're having the show. Tickets are still on sale to the general public. No VIP. That's been sold out, but we still have a few general admission available. Uh, you can get your tickets through the Count the Dings Twitter or... Or Jade Hoy's Twitter page. Uh, but you don't want to miss this show. If you missed it, if you're in New York and you want to come back for the experience, it's just a short little little drive or short little train ride. So go to Boston's live show, our live show, March 2nd, Saturday, end of Sloan Analytics Conference in, at the Middle East. Uh, it's going to be a great time. Always come. In other games around the league, the Oklahoma City Thunder break their little uh, – Dry spell and defeat the Knicks, which uh, you know, pretty easy. 127, 109 in MSG. Paul George continuing his MVP candidacy with 31 points, four rebounds, four assists. Russell Westbrook just short of a triple double and a good game. 17 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists. Tim Hardaway with 23 points. Uh the Bulls beat the Cavs in the Zion Tankathon. Are we crying for Zion? Is that where we're at, Dave?
1: Uh where we're at right now is 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 uh not trying. Martin. Martin had a dream, and I had a dream that this game didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? This
0: I was one sucks. of five people watching this game in the world. And what is uh, wrong
1: yeah. with you? I don't. I don't, know, I, don't I don't know what we're calling this this tank, but uh, it's it's uh, it's not uh, something that I want to be a part of as a, as a viewer or an aficionado of good basketball.
0: Are the Cavaliers more of a fraud than Firefest?
1: I think there will be zero documentaries about this Cavaliers team. So,
0: no. In Milwaukee, the, the Bucks beat the Mavs 116-106. Giannis Antetokounmpo with 31-15, five assists, ho-hum. Giannis is your MVP at this point, Dave? Uh, ugh, you're putting me on the spot. I Dave. am. That's what this show is all about.
1: I'm going to go with Harden. No. I think okay. James Harden is more important uh, to his team then Giannis will we'll get as to Harden important in a minute.
0: We'll get to him in a minute. Luka Doncic with 18, 11 and 10. This is becoming the second youngest player in NBA history to record a triple double Markel Fultz being the youngest. Wow. Uh,
1: wow. Yeah. Rare. That's that is impressive company to be in for a Luka
0: rarefied air. The Orlando magic defeat. The Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta, 122 to one Oh three. Our boy, Nikola Vucevic continues to pour in statistics that are apparently empty. 29 points and 14 rebounds. Dwayne Dedman with 24 and nine for the Hawks. The Sixers dusted the Rockets in Philly, 121 to 93. Your MVP, James Harden with 37 points. Didn't score 40 tonight, Dave. How can you be the MVP if you don't drop 40? Sixers just
1: played really great defense on on my man James Harden. What what, what are you gonna do? You let him let him score thirty. Just don't let him score forty.
0: And that's MVP the candidate Joel Embiid with thirty two and fourteen. And uh, and actually didn't re- really play that much. Um, had a great game though, and it was one of these games where you you watch Embiid and you realize that most of the teams in the league don't have someone that can even just keep a body on him, much less guard him. And without Clint Capella, the Rockets' interior defense is non-existent.
1: I I wrote a piece for Bleacher Report two years ago being uh, very adamant about how crucial Capella is to this basketball team. And I think it's being borne out uh, clearly with his, his absence. This is just not the same basketball team without Clint Capella. MVP candidate Clint Capella, can I say that? Ooh, is that okay? Am that's I allowed? Spicy? Is that legal? Is that legal?
0: you think he's like a, a legit all NBA guy? I mean, obviously I, he's going to so. miss like six weeks. So,
1: Well, I mean, considering the position he plays, I'd say yes, he is.
0: Yeah. I, he was just as in- instrumental in this sort of uh, run that, that they've been on. I mean, yes, Harden's going to get all the pub. He's averaging 40 points a game. He scored like 200 points in his last four games or something crazy like that. And that's going to get a lot of headlines. But Capella was playing the best ball of the season. Looked like he actually was in shape the last 20 games or so. And it's been such a huge difference. He's been about 90% on defense of what he was. Um, how do, do you think Kenneth Farid is going to help them at all? I think
1: anybody who's a body who can box out and get rebounds is going to help that team. Uh, I think that's an incredibly crucial part of the modern NBA that a lot of teams don't focus on as much as as they should in terms of building uh, a a squad, putting personnel together. Um, But I think that that he's going to be helpful just, just from a rotational perspective and and playing minutes Um, those kinds of players that are, that are scrappy, that are going to get physical are, are really important in the playoffs when you, when you shorten your rotations, but you need somebody to come in for six, seven minutes, foul somebody or get an important rebound.
0: Yeah. Jimmy Butler was out for this game. So Corey Brewer got the start and wound up guarding Harden for a lot of it. And if you get a chance uh, to the listeners, go and watch some video because it was actually objectively funny to watch how he guarded James Harden. And as usual, Ben Simmons did not attempt a three. Oh, well, that's, that's, uh, I'm shocked that he didn't, I, I really would have
1: thought this was the game.
0: In the nation's capital, the Wizards defeat the Pistons 101-87. to Trevor Reza with 20 points, 12 rebounds. Bradley Beal making sure everybody eats, has four assists. Actually, I guess only four people ate, 16 points. Blake Griffin with 29-9. and nine. Otto Porter with 19 points off the bench. In Brooklyn, the Nets beat the Kings, which, by the way, two fun young teams. Uh, D'Angelo Russell with 31, eight assists, hit seven threes. Dave, you're in L.A., I feel like you might have a D'Angelo Russell take.
1: I I have spent a couple years now trying to rationalize the trade that was executed by the Lakers before the draft to send D'Angelo Russell to the Nets. Granted, that trade did bring Kyle Kuzma a, a useful player to the Lakers. I believe that was Kuzma. If I'm wrong, please tweet me and tell me I'm an idiot. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, this is an incredibly valuable basketball player who can score points, who can shoot threes, and in his place, the Lakers have Lonzo Ball, who is not a great three-point shooter. Offense is probably not even in the top three things that he does well, scoring points. Um, And he's not playing right now. And the Lakers don't have a point guard, and they're playing Brandon Ingram at point guard today. This is what the Lakers have done. They got rid of two useful players in Julius Randle and my friend D'Angelo Russell to now be in this situation where LeBron James doesn't play and this entire team falls apart. I'm frustrated. Can you tell? Can you hear the frustration in my voice?
0: I can moving on in Memphis. <laughs> Thank you. The Pelicans without Anthony Davis beat the Grizzlies by 20 points. Memphis stinks. There's not really much to say. Uh, you know, Julius Randle, 20 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, drew holiday, 21 and 11. Uh, Marcus saw Mike Conley combined for 42 uh, in the loss. Uh, Julio Okafor, by the way, 20 and 10 in this game. That's how bad Memphis looked 20 and 10 from Julio Okafor.
1: You know what? My man can get buckets. Get out there. Get them buckets.
0: Jaleel. The Celtics beat the heat in Boston. Kyrie Irving with 26, 10 assists, eight steals, career high, uh, eight steals. Defense has been great from him this year. Jason's hit him with 19 points. And in LA, the Warriors Beat the pants off the Lakers. Uh, 130. It, it, on my sheet, it says 11 <laughs> points. <laughs> Pretty uh, much. Basically, that's kind of what it was. Uh, Clay Thompson had 44 points on 20 shots, hit 10 straight threes to start the game. Uh, a new NBA record was 10 of 10, and then took a wild 11th heat check shot uh, from three and missed. Brandon Ingram was 17 and five. Steph Curry with only 11 points and actually slipped. Uh, when he was when he was trying to go out for a dunk, because I guess the, the ice is still under the court, got up, looked very embarrassed and uh, then airballed the three to try to make up for it. And it was just a bad sequence from him. Davis sitting out because eventually here's Curry off the steal. And oh, look out. And now shoots for three. Pretty sure he lost the MVP
1: there. Dave. Uh, yeah, but he might win the Shaq a Fool MVP. You know, that's uh, an award that he might be able to secure.
0: Yeah. DeMarcus, uh, DeMarcus cousins had eight points, uh, two of nine shooting nine rebounds, five assists. Uh, the warriors are definitely scary again. And, I mean, not that they, they were never, you know, vulnerable in real life, but they look real scary now that they have a legit center out there. Who's setting screens. I mean, Clay Thompson has been shooting the lights out the last two games actually has just looked so great getting open off boogie screens. I can't wait to look at the statistics in like a month and see that clay is shooting like 55% when he plays with boogie. Um, Dave, is there any way this warrior's team isn't winning the championship? Um, I, if, if there is an
1: earthquake, And they have to cancel the finals because Oracle Arena fell into the ocean. We can't have that because
0: we need an Oakland live show. (laughs)
1: Uh, It's interesting that Boogie had a a stat line that was pretty unremarkable offensively. But it doesn't matter because you made the the, the astute point that his screen setting and his rebounding is really where it's going to uh, make an impact. For the Warriors. They don't need him to score points. The Warriors have never needed a center to score. What they need is someone to do the dirty work, to play those minutes. Um, and it, it doesn't even seem like he's going to be playing minutes without Draymond on the court. So yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> this is just a depressing thing for anybody who's a fan of any basketball team that's not the Warriors because I think this is the part of the year where they really put their foot on the gas pedal and say we're going to we're going to finish everybody else off
0: now for the line of the night. we got James Harden with 37.6 rebounds in a loss. Joel Embiid with 32 and 14 in a win against James Harden. Dave's MVP as of this point and Clay Thompson with 44 uh, with 10 made threes. Dave, who, who you got tonight?
1: I have to go with Clay. I mean, making 10 three pointers in one basketball game is impressive
0: as tied an NBA record I don't have way, any this, NBA records I have zero this, records the tenth time in his career that he's made 10 or more threes second all-time behind his teammate Steph Curry who has done it 12 times
1: I just threw up a little bit just thinking about the fact that they're on the same team
0: that's gonna be it for today's show make sure you like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash count the dings subscribe to the back-to-back Back podcast feed with a new basketball buds dropping. Today, uh, a new Nerdist She Wrote coming out on Thursday and a new mailbag coming Friday. Make sure you go find the Black Opinions Matter Monday feed, which is on its own feed. It's separate. You can find that wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to that, rate and review. Make sure you subscribe, rate and review this podcast, The Daily Ding, as well as all of the feeds from the Back to Back Network, Kian Fahey's NFL pod, The Interceptible, and of course, The House of Strauss. Uh, thanks for waking up with us this morning. And uh, Dave, you want to take us home? Uh, no, because I don't know where you live.